Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! What up? Welcome to Nerd Talk Plus. Here's the deal. This week we're doing something a little different for our final episode of, this, of the year. Trying out a new piece of technology. So this one is pre-recorded because we went ahead... And did this on the Odyssey app. We're trying out some new features where the audience can be interactive. So if you're hearing this now, I'm sorry. We already did the interactive part and you can't chime in. But it went pretty interestingly and you can hear people's comments kind of real time. So, uh, yeah, it takes a second here to get populated and then Brandon joins in and then we have a lot of fun with it. And let me know at some point here if you think it's the right move or not. You think we should do more of this in the future? I think it felt pretty good. Anyway, let's kick it off. Let's go. Nerd talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk, yeah! Hey, Leslie's here, Benji's here, hi everyone. Just populating some people in the chat right now and whatnot. You're welcome to chime in as we go and say what you gotta say. We're gonna evaluate some of the robots throughout film history. I don't, I'm not really great at films and I'm not, um, don't know a lot about You're the worst that, but I do, there is like a much better chance that I've seen a film if it has robots in it. And so, yeah. Hey, there's Matt. Let's go. Ro- let's go talk about robots. I'm with you. Anyway, um, so thanks. You can always comment in the chat. I'll see that happening here as well. If you want to pop in and share something, or if you strongly disagree, hi Michelle. Uh, we could do that as well. What I'm starting with is a little list. This is a weekly show that we would normally do. Let's put it that way. Uh, we would normally do this show on a Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. on the Odyssey app, but we wanted to go live and see if people would uh, participate and give us their takes on these things as well. I have a co-host, his name is Brandon, and he is navigating the app as we speak, finding out how to get in here and to join us. But what happened is I just kind of was Googling and I found the um, I found the slash film review of all the best robots, 25 top robots of, uh, this is written last fall, and I was like, no, no, I want to see what I can do with this, because I, I have a lot of things from my childhood as well that have influenced me, and so we're ready to go and talk about this. Can you enable callers and questions? I don't know necessarily how to do that, Leslie, but I'm working on it. Questions. Available. Yep. Okay. Callers. Yep. I'm on it. There we go. Both are enabled. And now I'm looking for, Brandon's going to join in here in just a second, and we'll get going. Anyway, thanks for hanging out and being patient as we get this set up. This is our first time doing this. Uh, Again, I'm Gregor from Mornings on 107.7 The End on Alt 94.7 in Sacramento, and I've been doing nerd talk for years and years and years now on the internet as well as with 
uh, as a podcast, as a live Tuesday morning show, and here we are doing this. I'm not a scientist, an engineer, or supervillain. All I've ever done is just talk on the radio. But we have done a lot of nerdy things, and the feature's been around forever. Slash Film did um, this list last fall, the best movie robots of all time. I don't watch a ton of movies. But when there's a robot in it, the odds go way up. I was lucky enough after a decade-long drought of no video games in my house to recently... Um, there we go, there's Brandon. Uh, I was recently able to add a uh, Valve Steam Deck to my life. And so suddenly I'm playing video games again. And I just finished one of the best games I've ever played, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Now, Brandon, are you a... Um, are you your, I think you have to unmute yourself there, buddy. There hey. Hey, are, whoa, I'm not getting it through my headphones. That's going to be interesting. Oh. Okay. Well, that's, that's how it goes. Are you yourself a video gamer, Brandon? Um, I'm like a very bad uh, FIFA player, and that's about <laughs> it. I'm like a good, um, I'm like that kid that went to the sleepovers and watched everybody else play video games and was super content with that. <laughs> oh, really? That's so I'm like, a, I'm a video game voyeur, basically. <laughs> Say that again. But it's all right. I watched my college roommate play Final Fantasy VII for like months. <laughs> Just watched yeah. along because the story was good enough. So I'm playing this Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, right? And there's this little robot in there. It's easily my favorite ever Star Wars droid, which I feel bad betraying R2-D2 like that. But BD-1 is his name. So I started thinking about what my favorite robots are. Looked at that list from Slash Film and made up a top ten list. And so I guess that brings us to something very special that we do every week. Question of the week is, what's the best movie robot? I feel like we've talked about this before, but I feel like this list is ever-changing. <laughs> well, I went through, I found a couple lists. Pace Magazine did one of the 100 greatest movie robots. That's a little bit deep, and there's like a lot of like crazy sci-fi that I've never heard of on there. And so then this one from Slash Film is a little bit more recent. And so I took out like some of the ones that were like a little more ambiguous to me and really simplified this list down and then we'll see what didn't make the cut and whatnot. So my own list starts with, um, I didn't actually know how to feel about this. At number 10, I chose the Sentinels from The Matrix. And like, they weren't necessarily like robots that are like beep, bop, boop and doing cool things or really characters that you could engage with, but they were like nasty. Do you remember seeing The Matrix for the first time? You must have been five years old. <laughs> I, I remember um, being terrified. Like I was more scared. The, the two movies that like stick out from my childhood the most as, uh, well, just I have distinct memories around The Matrix I guess it's three movies. The Matrix, uh, The Titanic, which is when I saw my first boob, and um, <laughs> uh, what was the uh, the other? Oh, uh, Mars Mars Attacks. And I was terrified of Mars Attacks because uh, I was really scared of skeletons as a kid. And those aren't robots, but uh, I do remember like not being super scared of the robots uh, in The Matrix because I was like, this doesn't look like the real world. Uh, Keanu Reeves doesn't look like a human. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Those robots are scary, but they're killing, like, it's a sci-fi. It's very clearly sci-fi, where Mars Attacks, even though those, those aliens did not look terrifying at all, uh, yeah. the vaporizing that they were doing to people looked much more realistic to me. The, the aliens that had, like, the record player that was like, you have nothing to fear. <laughs> yeah. We're, we'll yeah. be nice. And then they were zapping people. That was, that's amazing. Okay. Um, yeah, the Sentinels were, like, you know, trying to drill into the... Uh, first of all, the ship being called the Nebuchadnezzar is incredible. Uh, but they're trying to drill into the ship and, you know, effectively murder everybody. That's pretty terrifying, yeah. but also... Um, 
not all of these are like villains that I'm thinking of. I, or maybe well, you frame as a certain way. They are certainly a villain. Well, like I, might, I guess uh, I want to know because I'm, I'm surprised by your number. Like starting off number 10 with the Sentinels is like very interesting because you say, what's the best robot? Uh you're, you start off with a, a, a bad robot, with a very scary robot, not like a uh, um, a good robot, like a whatever your BB your BB one is. And so, like, what's your qualification for a best robot? Is it because like if you're doing like robots that can do a lot of damage and like yeah. you know take over the world, it's like does Skynet count? Skynet a robot? Oh, like the Terminators are robots, there. but yeah, we'll we'll get to Terminators for sure. Okay. I just think it's memorable. I think it's just something that like stays yeah, with right. you or that was like important. And this is like totally like I didn't find this one on really on the list very much, but like number nine, I put Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> like as a person who was obsessed with Godzilla, I absolutely love the idea of a robot dinosaur trying to murder us, you know? Like that's just, the, or that's like, just like the f- Power Rangers put the robots on the dinosaurs and then became Robo Dinosaur Power Rangers. Basically, yeah. That's the the premise, right? But only, it was like Godzilla was the enemy and then humans did what humans do, which is try to science the enemy away with technology or whatever, um, rather than maybe acknowledging it. So they try and fight. If I get this right, I might have it all wrong. They try and fight Godzilla with a robot Godzilla. And of course, Godzilla's going to win. And then what happens? It also kind of seems like you, you, uh, we talked about this a lot on, on Nerd Talk Plus, which is we identify a problem. Okay. Something like climate change. Like instead of fixing the problem by being better people and you know whatever recycling, uh, do something like let's build a, a massive bubble in space that will block the UV rays. It's like yeah. but instead the amount of, of coal, instead of letting yeah. us melt, we'll just reflect the sun back and nothing bad will happen, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like you, uh, oh Godzilla. What if we created another Godzilla but stronger? It's like basically how Jurassic Park works, right? It's like. <laughs> What if we just built a better cage for the biggest dinosaur? Do you do you still follow Jurassic Park at all? Is it something that you're Absolutely like into? Absolutely not. No. No. It's so what did you think of this trailer for 65 then where Gizmodo's headline was like the best. It was like Spaceman Adam Driver fights dinosaurs. That's the movie. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. "Yes." Yeah, it's like um I mean, first of all, Adam Driver is uh, my celebrity crush. So first yeah. of all, uh, I'll watch anything with him in it. Um, although I was a little disappointed to be like, okay, so it's Jurassic Park, but in space, but space is Earth. So it's Jurassic Park. Do you think? Do you think it's gonna tie into Jurassic Park? Do you think we're gonna act, we're gonna find out that it's actually a Jurassic Park film, or is it like oh. Planet of the Apes meets Jurassic Park or something like that? Like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be sweet. Actually, it's just like the distant future where. Uh, like maybe he's uh, Chris Pratt's great 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 grandson. Yeah, or something or like like Interstellar meets Planet yeah. of the Apes meets Jurassic Park or something. Like, this is gonna just... be like a uh, a, a very um, nobody's gonna remember this movie. You definitely won't remember this movie uh, because you've probably <laughs> never seen it because you. you've never seen any movie. Um, like That's for instance, like a movie review. <laughs> Nate in the chat uh, said Chappie is a, a his Ugh. second place to Hal. Um, now I've seen 2001 and Hal is so freaking creepy, Nate. That's like he's the that's the creepiest. Um, but like so, I've but ex- you've never seen any movie. Uh, but uh, the the robot from oh I guess it's not a robot but the the plot of After Earth is like when Will Smith and his son Jaden Smith uh, basically <laughs> land back on Earth 
Um, and and they that's, fight a that whole army of mutant Chris Rocks. Yeah. And the <laughs> they should make that a video game, just like a, a sla- <laughs> so instead of Chappy, it's Slappy, <laughs> the Robo Chris Rock. <laughs> That's incredible. Of course, I sip my drink when you said that. <laughs> but is, but is Chris Rock doing a uh, South African accent, which would be wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Now, I never saw what was the one with District Nine. Is that what it's called? Was it called District Nine? The one where the uh, aliens are no, no. Here Dist- the- I mean, District Nine was another movie, but Chappie was its own thing, made by the same. Was it Chappie the same guy though? Wasn't it done by the same? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, same, same director. And so, yeah, that was. I really love District Nine. I don't know what my problem is. Why I would why I never saw Chappie? It seems so dumb now that I never watched it. But like, it seemed cool in the previews and everything. But Hal yeah. was terrifying. I don't know. Yeah, Did you like, watch Chappie? The- uh, I didn't watch Chappie, and and it does look like a thing that I would be into. So I'm I'm curious if uh, uh, Nate, like, what's what's Chappie's deal? Because like, is it a, is it a robot that becomes sentient? Because like, the only thing I can remember from the trailer is just like Chappie putting on a gold chain and like acting like a <laughs> a gangster. Starting but a in South word video, like yeah. Like, do I just need, do I need to know more about South Africa to like this guy? Or like, is it just kind of, that's it? He's like, I've become sentient and now I wear a gold chain. <laughs> Siege, uh, our very dear friend Siege in the chat says gold chain robot sounds like Florida. <laughs> Last week it was cocaine animals. This week it's gold chain robots. Everything's Florida. <laughs> uh, what are you getting tattooed on your body for the show this week? <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> First of all, that's amazing. Thank you, Siege, for that. I, um, Chappie to me always seemed like kind of like the, not like the reboot, because that's not fair, but like another version of Short Circuit, like with Johnny Five, where like it was like a lovable robot that was like maybe against the odds of the other robots or something like that. Again, I don't remember. Yeah, wait, wait a spoiler alert. One out, uh, one to five stars. What do you give it, Nate? We're looking for that in the chat here. Thanks so much for hanging out today and joining us for. We're just going over like the top ten sci-fi movie robots that uh, come to mind. Um, this one was. I was always really freaked out by this because it was like dystopian stuff really bothers me because it feels like we're headed in that direction. Yeah, for sure. RoboCop though was like. Oh yeah. The the combination of like really bad eighties filmmaking, Detroit. And was it Detroit? I think it was Detroit, right? <laughs> Nate will know. He's actually in Detroit, I think, if it's the Nate I'm thinking of. And then, um, yeah, and then, I don't know, like, just, like, bad special Mil- effects. And what, m- hey, military industrial complex worship. Yeah, I'm going to bring Siege in on this. We're going to we're gonna see if we can if we can have a three-way here on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been waiting my whole life for this. Siege, I, are you there, buddy? Wait, hold on. I, I, I'm missing it now. I added him, but I don't see it coming in. So hang on. We'll see if he pops in here. It might take a few seconds, they said. So there we go. Um, definitely Detroit. Thank you, Siege. Appreciate that. Yeah, it just feels very um, uh, one, to five, uh, one to five for, I guess, if Chappie's your distant second best robot, I guess it has to be a five out of five star there from Nate about Chappie. Okay, we'll watch it as our homework before our next episode of the new year, and we'll come back to you on that. Robocop, though, was like so creepy. And 
like again a combination of dystopian and then like cool stop motion animation for like the bad guys and stuff but it was his like one-liners that were so awesome and his like if you weren't good at robot dancing robot dancing that like made him like maneuver through things but the your move creep that's i just <laughs> i think that i think that that's one that gave me like hard to sleep kids shouldn't have watched that when i was eight or whatever and we watched it anyway yeah, I don't know if uh, you might, Robocop might even be too old for you, Brandon. No, I was uh, I was recently scrolling through one of the streaming services. I don't remember which one, and um, the remake of Robocop uh, came up. And oh yeah, did you, did Wait, you was see it like Nick Cannon or something like that? Part no, of it or something? no, no. I, well, I, as far as I know from the trailer, no. Uh, did you watch? Uh, did you? I'm going to assume no, because I always do. Um, so I'll ask the question. Did you ever see that series on Netflix? I think it was Altered Carbon. Oh, that sounds good. No. I, I, I think I, he, I, kind of, it's kind of familiar. I think you would like it. It's kind of like a noir uh, mystery type thing set in the future where people can have like different bodies, but your soul is kept. I don't know if your soul or your identity is kept in this like chip that goes in the back of your neck. It's kind of a... a a crazy thing but as long as that thing doesn't destroy get destroyed you can't die but anyway the actor from that um is this like swedish danish something guy um who sorry scandinavian people i don't know you're not all the same but <laughs> i don't know what he is so um uh but he but he is like the the uh he plays the new robocop um which i guess all of this doesn't matter because you've never seen Alter carbon so <laughs> Starring Joel Kinnaman, is that his Kinnaman. name? Kinnaman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gary Old- Oldman and Michael Keaton. I mean, it's like the lineups there, but it just didn't hit for me for yeah. whatever reason. And not starring Nick Cannon. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to see like the um, like what was the uh, uh, drumline? But instead of drumline, it's RoboCop. Nick Cannon. <laughs> have you seen Drumline, Greg? Have you seen Get Have that. you seen Drumline? No, of course I haven't seen Drumline. What's the <laughs> okay. one with Rancho Carne? I've seen that one. What's that one? Um, Step it up or something like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that one. Is that is that good enough? I I haven't seen that one. All right, uh, moving on. Number seven from my childhood specifically, and then to the films. I might have gotten this number wrong, but D- Data from Star Trek. Creepy, right? Those eyes, really weird, and that skin looking all dead all the time. Is he the? He's the one. I didn't watch uh, uh, Star Trek that featured him. Was that the one where Brit Spiner? He, he had the. It was like the thing that went across. It's like a visor, right? That like went across. That's Jordy LaForge. No, no, no. That's the. That's okay. Lavar Burton. His character. Okay. He. This guy's like this like really pasty Russian looking robot. Um, if if you <laughs> or Swedish seen it, or gonna... Norwegian or whatever. <laughs> Or whatever you are, whatever place that's not here that white people live in, that's that's what he was. Um, uh, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to talk about. It. it was like the you know Star Trek was such um, exploration into the like the human mind and psyche and state of emotions that they created this um, robot that uh, get your Star Trek bots right, Brandon. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, that's a courtesy of Siege, but um, yeah, like. Star Trek was such an exploration into humankind and it didn't it was like such a soap opera without being terrible like soap operas where it was like more about humanity and other I don't know like species and our relationships. And so it did a really good job of introducing a character that wasn't capable of having emotions until they made a movie where he got the emotion chip and he couldn't handle it. But uh yeah, Data was 
so well performed by Brent Spiner, and he never really did much else except for Independence Day, where he was the doctor where the alien grabs him by the neck and makes him talk up against the glass. Oh, that, that was, was awesome. that was the same guy? Same guy, dude, with long hair, looking like a creep. It was cool. Oh man, I love uh, I love Independence Day. That's a that's a great movie. Sadly, not enough robots in it. Yeah, I, any robots? No, because like Will I'm Smith punches like, stuff. Hey, hey, hey! Yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking about movie. Man, I gotta see Will Smith punch those uh, aliens from Mars Attacks because that's the only way I'll be able to sleep at night. <laughs> Old Slappy's back. That's good. <laughs> Uh, number six, I this is gonna this might be controversial because other people have it higher, I think. But C three PO, listen, oh, okay. I hate I hated C three PO as a kid. Like I hated C three PO. Like every scene with that golden rod and it was awful. And I wanted to put BB eight here because I love him so much, but the internet would kill me if I did. Yeah, but C three PO was not allowed to so like annoying. And not until they introduced Jar Jar Binks did I think that C three PO wasn't the worst character in Star Wars. I. I see. I don't know if I put. Um, I don't know if I put C three PO up here because, like, I feel like he was a he was the original uh, comedic relief, like foil to the seriousness of the movies, right? Like R two D two was like the robot that did everything, where C three PO was kind of like uh, the translator, basically for R two D two, which is like a very interesting uh, decision to make as a filmmaker. To be like, I can make this robot talk, or I could just make another robot that talks for that robot. Uh, yeah, weird, right? They need like yeah. a duo, right? Is that the idea? Is that you? It's yeah. like a not a buddy film, but you know what I mean. Like, it's just like, I want to say like Abbott, Abbott and Costello, but in robot form. What if they got <laughs> Abbott and Costello to voice R two D two and C three PO? No, but like I feel like hey, he, the, he um, didn't contribute too much to the to the anything that happened. Yeah, he was just kind of a nuisance, and sometimes would point it yeah. out and get them into more trouble. He was just kind of like comic relief almost, which is like eh. yeah. Uh, Leslie in the uh, questions here on the Odyssey app is asking, "Where's this list from?" Well, Leslie, it was a um, it was a list of by Slash Film that was like a top twenty five, and in the interest of time and the movies that I've seen, we've reduced it down to um, we've reduced it down to the top ten here. And so this is the Gregor official list of robots that I like from 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 movies that I've actually seen. Number five is uh, the aforementioned Johnny Five from Short Circuit. This could easily be number one on my list because my Johnny Five was. So so important to me as a child, but then I went on this podcast, um, and it was uh, it, they bring on guests, and then they have the two people argue over um, whether or not they agree or disagree with whatever. It's Casey McLean, a yeah, local yeah. comic, and Taylor Bonzer, yeah. and they did this, and they were like, "Bring a movie," and I was like, "Oh, it's Short Circuit," and it, is it like, is the, does the movie suck effectively? And I was like, "Oh, this is the most important movie of my childhood," so I brought it in, and Taylor was like, "I, I got to be honest with you, I have never watched that because." I was two years old when it came out, and I was like, oh, so this is like an old man movie, but still, for a kid, it was so huge, man. Dude, I was a ch- I was a, a baby when that movie came out, if, if I was even born yet, and uh, I remember, like, my grandma had, like, four, four movies 
uh, on VHS. And when we went, would go stay at Grandma's house, uh, one of those movies was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The other one was the original live-action Super Mario with John Leguizamo. Um, and then the the third one, like, I don't remember the fourth one, but the third one was Short Circuit. And so I remember watching Short Circuit so many times, and yeah. Johnny Five would definitely be my number one. I feel like that, that uh, oh, the fourth one was Three Ninjas. Um, oh, yeah. You, yeah. I follow one of the uh, three that, ninjas on TikTok now because he's incredible. <laughs> one of the actors, I'm pretty sure if you, if you look back at it, and the fun fact about three ninjas is one of the actors is Michael Douglas, but not the one that you're thinking about. <laughs> El otro, Michael Douglas. Yeah. No, um, but like uh, hey, John, like Johnny lips. Five is for sure. Yeah. Johnny Five is. is Your mama was a snowblower. <laughs> just insult comedy and everything amazing yeah. <laughs> leslie says if we're gonna talk three ninjas i'm in <laughs> well okay <laughs> call on in leslie if you really want to talk three yeah. ninjas we're down yeah. um yeah. yeah johnny five was a big deal it was a r- robot that was supposed to be a murder machine by the u.s government gets struck by lightning goes haywire and develops sentience and ends up being a um this lovable laughable character that just can't stop consuming input as he would siege, call it siege siege it's a hard no buddy uh highly <laughs> underrated short circuit too uh highly rated exactly how it should be rated yes there it is he's got it though if you can um siege if if uh if if you can remember the song from short circuit 2 that's the only redeeming quality to it they lost steve gutenberg in it they lost yeah. uh what was the uh Ali Sheedy, is that her name? So hot in War Games and then like so 80s in Short Circuit. But uh, Los Locos kick your face. Uh, Los Locos kick your ass. Los Locos kick your face. Los Locos, Los Locos kick, kick your, your balls, balls into outer space. space. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Oh boy, I'm sorry, Tony. Okay, yeah, I'm, um, I'm a I'm, I'm a loss for this one. Tony says, "What about those robots that looked like hamburgers in that diner with the old people that rebuilt the building?" Dude, I know this one. I have it as my honorable mention. Oh my god, Tony's the best for bringing this up. Wasn't that batteries not included? The fixits from batteries not included. I think that's what no it was. Idea. They were like these little, the little hovering things, that, and they looked like they looked like the. Um, like uh, the Mare McCheese, sort of, and they'd fly around, yeah. buzzing around and stuff, and they had little baby robots, and then, yeah, they helped <laughs> the people fix up the place so that way the old people, I don't know, one guy didn't talk, and all he did was quote, like, a Bumblebee from Transformers, spoiler alert, it was, all he would do was um, quote television uh, commercials that he would see, and so Batteries Not Included was the big, like, punchline in it. <laughs> God, I love all that right, movie I guess so it, much. Is that, is that like a, a Jessica solid, Jessica Tandy like- was in that? What?! Was that like yeah, a solid '80s '80s robot uh, sci-fi movie that I should probably watch? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the equivalent was in like now times that like you wouldn't see unless you were a kid and like easily sure. enchanted by simple things. Like I saw Lyle Lyle Crocodile with my son the other day. He's five, and like I would never see that, but I was like really happy that I did. <laughs> so, yeah. I Leslie, think that was the first movie Le- I ever saw in the theaters. Yeah. Leslie, yeah. So Leslie, that's the first movie you ever saw in theaters. That is the movie equivalent to the first concert that I ever saw, which was Weird Al. What? How do <laughs> yeah. I not know this about you? God, your <laughs> it, parents are so weird, dude. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't even know how I ended up there, but it was Weird Al at the Puyallup Fair. Oh, okay. That makes a little bit more sense, right? Some yeah. rides, barf a little bit, eat an elephant ear, so some yeah. Weird Al. Yeah. That's like that's pretty yeah. good. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, so moving on from Johnny Five to number four, this is uh, this is to Leslie's comment about the first movie she ever saw in theaters, Transformers. This is a long arching series, and it has like some pretty decent significance to me, but also like kind of a point of ire for me, I would say. Like the Michael Bay Transformers versus the animated series from the '80s are like really, really tough comparisons there for me like Michael Bay got it as far as I'm concerned all wrong like Shia LaBeouf was all right Megan Fox looked really oily in every film that she was in and like Optimus Prime was like Frank Welker or whatever his name is still did the voice and so that was awesome and Bumblebee was really cool with his like only playing stuff from the radio as he transformed but other than that like all of the Decepticons are so terrible they don't look like anything and then they don't transform into anything you've ever seen and that was kind of the whole rub of the film is that like Starscream was like a F-14 or whatever you know or like a MiG probably was what it was because to make it like the Russians or something but like they didn't do that at all they just looked like these like really dumb futuristic things which I guess is the theme of it but then don't make the Autobots look like Chevy products or whatever make them into (laughs) not that there's anything wrong with Chevy products it's not the point I mean but was it like the the entire thing was basically just a big uh, uh, car advertisement for things like the Chevy, whatever, the Charger, the Dodge Charger, or whatever it was. And then Machine Gun Kelly wins in the end. It's like crazy how that... Wait, wait. where does he come from? Machine Gun Gun Kelly does... Machine Gun Kelly does sound like... like if one of the Autobots (laughs) had a baby with one of the humans. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he's the... He's the opposite to Megatron. He's like the gun for the. He's, he's yeah, the Irish he, gun uh, for the Autobots. For, he turned into a shillelagh. <laughs> 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 
But then if you change gears and you go back to my first film that I ever saw in theaters, Leslie, was the Transformers animated feature in, like, what, 1986, I think it was? Yeah. Um, and, spoiler alert, but Optimus Prime dies in, like, the second scene. And that was only after one season of Transformers. So all of the Optimus Prime lore was ended right away and Rodimus Prime took over and it just wasn't ever as good from that point out. And I was like only five and I like understood this. But the biggest part about that film is when the planet, there's that whole planet that transforms Unicron and it has um, Orson Welles as the voice of it and it's like haunting and huge and like evil-ish but also like just like kind of neutral and it's like destructiveness like an actual robot which was well as you'd want them to be not how we're programming them programming them now but is the yeah, death it was, star um, a robot no no it's not. okay but imagine if the death star transformed into a robot yeah and but, was sent and then, yeah okay and then started blasting stuff and had giant wings for some reason even though it was in space and you know, there's no <laughs> air space pressure wings. You know. yeah yeah it's just like all right well whatever how cool is it that the transformers could just fly too they could just transform Wait. and then just like did you did you see the uh, uh, this is not this is not robot related uh, Did you see the video recently? Robots Maybe it's an old in video. disguise. <laughs> this guy, uh, this it was like a, a astronauts, and they were trying to show if you got stuck in the middle of the ship without anything to grab onto or hold onto or move yourself around, you how do you like you cannot get back to the wall you have to like contort your body in all these crazy ways in order to reach and it's like man i bet you that guy wish he has had space wings like uh unicron <laughs> but there's the but like you'd want there's nothing for it to when the wing flaps there's well that's no the point it's like resistance. the guy the guy couldn't get to like all of his buddies astronaut buddies were sitting on the wall laughing at him and he couldn't reach the <laughs> Uh, he couldn't reach the wall, and so he's like doing these planks and like crazy pike things with his um, arms. And I was like, man, could he just like fart? <laughs> I think that you would like, yeah, that you'd like, you'd like sneeze or something like that to try and get some momentum or whatever. Or like, yeah, just, does that work? I don't, I don't know, space yeah, no, I think, well I think I, I read thought. like, but then it's like, does all the, does all the thrust from your butt get caught? Go, in go your gadget pants? legs. <laughs> <laughs> go, go gadget butt thrust. <laughs> Hey, like, but is like, Inspector Gadget a robot? Because he could be. Oh, wait, that's not a that's not a movie though. Oh wait, but there was yeah. the one with Matthew Broderick. Oh yeah, huh. but he's a that. is he a human or is he a robot? I don't know like the Inspector Gadget lore. Now Michael has a good comment that is relevant to this next uh, the next robot on our top ten list of robots in film, um, and that is the adorable beloved Wally and Eva. Mm-hmm. While we're at it. But little Wally, who's by himself on Earth, left behind after the humans leave the trashed planet, just working away, building his little trashy skyscrapers, and being lonely and sweet with a cockroach for a friend. And he's so adorable, right? And then um, Michael says that he wants to see Wally versus the Terminator. And I am dying on the inside a little bit after how sweet I think Wally is. Because then you think about the Terminator just crunch, destroy. <laughs> like stepping on a skull in Terminator 2 and like yeah. looking around with its like menacing robotness and I'm like, oh Wally! But Eva, on uh, the other hand, if it could be Wally and Eva versus the Terminators, maybe. Yeah. What uh what of like I was talking to my wife actually recently about um about Wally and she could like did not remember or had never seen the movie and um I was like, oh well, that's a, that's a one that you have to watch because I think that it is one of it's probably the most 
uh, accurate depiction of what the future will be like. Mm-hmm. Like out of all of the robot sci-fi movies that we've seen, like Wally's probably got it pretty spot on. That one oh, or iRobot. I I yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, iRobot. Oh, Sonny's oh, that a great brings up robot. another one. Who's the guy that voices iRobot? Uh, it's uh, Alan Tudyk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, this is tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna save it because he voices another character that I definitely wanted to put on the list, but I didn't know if enough people would be there for it or not. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two, since we were talking about Wally just a second ago, I think it's gotta be the Terminators. Mm-hmm. Um, just all of them. Yeah, because there's different levels, and like the first Terminator, terrifying. Then the second Terminator comes around, and like the bad Terminator's good, and he's got all these catchphrases and stuff, right? And he's like Austrian for some reason. And then the Good Terminator or, is one that or, melts. or Norwegian or Swedish or something like that. <laughs> yeah, one of these things. Yeah, yeah, just you know, <laughs> non-American white. <laughs> yeah, <So>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, the Terminators. And so I started to, and I'm going to get in trouble for this, I'm sure, because it's whatever. Uh, you start thinking about all the different Terminators they had. And there's like really you got to stop counting after a certain point because it just gets so dumb, right? There's like too many resistance and all that stuff, right? Yeah, but yeah. of the three main Terminators from the first few films, how do you order them? There's the T800, which is Arnold. There's the T1000, Richard Patrick. And I don't know who played the TX, which was the uh, ter- the Fem Terminator that could that it was like more advanced. It could you know transform in different ways, like kind of like a Kind of like one of the Decepticons from the Transformers franchise. Yeah. You could make more complex machines. What, how do you rank them? Because I think one of them is easy to put in last place, but I don't know about the other two. Yeah, yeah. I'm putting, uh, as much as I love the Arnold uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator, uh, I think I'm going for the T-1000. Only because it, it felt more uh, terrifying to me. Uh, because it was like, and I don't know if they did this on purpose, but they went very much for like, this guy just looks like, the Nazis from every movie that you've ever seen and <laughs> is wearing like military uniforms and tracking yeah. people down and can like absorb every shot and everything. Uh, and it's the scene like, where he's, it's the scene where they cut to him and his arm is reached out and he's just stabbed the dude through the face with his yeah. sword hand or whatever. Yeah. Um, Question so, from Michael. Yeah. If you could become the Terminator, would you? Oh, I'd become the liquid metal terminator for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean I feel like I like I I'm I'm at a point in my life right now where things are like I've experienced it, so let's do something different. <laughs> is that a is that a good way of coding <laughs> how I'm actually feeling? <laughs> uh, so your body's falling apart. Uh karate's not doing it anymore. <laughs> but imagine if you could stretch arm songs from karate, like, oh you want to see my katana form? Check this out. Yeah. Judge. Would you turn um, into Robocop? Or would you rather become Wally, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, yeah, he I think, already um, eats trash, so. <laughs> I think I would become Terminator, yeah. The yeah. <laughs> best blue steel look ever is the T-1000, says Nate. <laughs> he does That's always, amazing. he like, T-1000 always, like, kind of always looks like he's eaten something sour. Like, he's just, <laughs> he's like walking around, like, if he didn't, if he didn't pull out a gun to try to shoot the Arnold Schwarzenegger, the T-800, he would go, mm, I'm going to get you. <laughs> Let's have a gas fight. Now, my big beef with the with TX. So I put T1000. I don't know. I think the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator is the coolest. I'm going to go T800, then the T1000, and then TX. I hate the TX 
purely because they did like a dad joke with it. They like punned it up. The X is so they could call it the Terminatrix. I mean, solid. I don't. No, don't encourage this. <laughs> no, you want pain? She says. She like. <laughs> That's like the tagline. <laughs> Why does she call everybody daddy? I don't get it. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela. The mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. So from three, two, one, three, Wally to the Terminators, which somehow Michael predicted as going to be in a fight between the two. I don't know how that happened. To number one, I think that movie lore and the world of robots can agree. Like almost everyone can agree that R two D two is like the most important or best robot of the movie world you know since they started including robots for real in movies um i see i i think i think i'm going um i i know we'll get to this in the honorable mentions but i'm saying iron giant but i do have a a question for you about r2d2 is uh like how did you feel i mean you you watch the original trilogy right and Mm -hmm. you see r2d2 being his little beboppy little self and then yeah. you watch him in like the uh, the the episodes one through three, where all of a sudden he can like he has a jetpack and can fly and can basically fight like everybody else, but he's still like cute little R two D two. It's like if if the like in the next Star Wars Star Wars trilogy, BB eight can transform into a MIG and like shoot everybody down <laughs> in space. He becomes a Dinobot. <laughs> yeah, like how did you feel? Like how did you feel about him like becoming? A, a, I don't know, like yeah. hard, hard two D two. I could tell, I could tell you how I justify a hard two D two. Okay, I I see it as like Kenobi, like let him fall into disrepute for twenty years or whatever, and so like all that stuff didn't work anymore, or wasn't being maintained or whatever, and so he just didn't have access to it. I think that they were just trying to make modern kids be impressed by it because remember when the original star wars came out it was like do you want to go out and ride your bike or do you want to read a book because otherwise you had to get your little brother to get up and go change the channel on the twist knob television with your three channels maybe and so like a robot that could go and the people could understand them and fly around in space and an obviously you know like uh what do you call it like stop motion <laughs> like yeah, yeah animation of a of a space jet like that was massive but then kids like this is you know like when the when the prequels came out and r2d2 made his reappearance like 
we were on the internet and stuff then and it was like we were leaving all that behind and we had cable almost universally you know and like this is pre-youtube and stuff but like you had to do more to impress a modern kid at that point i think you had like playstation (laughs) 2 or whatever so if r2d2 is in the next trilogy he's going to be doing like Fortnite dances and uh, oh yeah (laughs) yeah okay cool there's gonna be r2d2 after dark and it's gonna like the some of the appendages that come out are gonna look a little bit well probably actually kind of the same now that i think about it <laughs> like the like argentinian a- goalkeeper <laughs> winning his award <laughs> that guy really diminished the credibility of his whole run i thought with that anyway uh, yeah. um, but when it comes down to it there's like a bunch of star wars robots that i left off the list and one of them Al- alan tudyk voiced and is uh, like it's tough because after playing this video game with BD One, which you should tof- definitely check out, Brandon, it's so good. Um, it's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. BD One is so sweet and cute, and I love him. But then, yeah, Nate figured it out. K two S O, which is the big, yeah. tall security droid that's been hacked and and turned over. And so in Fallen Order, spoiler alert, BD One once you get him the little you know the wiener attachment that makes him be able to. <laughs> Talk to other robots and stuff. Um, the After Dark, BD, BD1 After Dark, BDSM After One, BD, BDSM One. BDSM um, One, yeah. Yeah. Well, once you start fighting those things, and like when you get it down to it where it's damaged enough, he'll jump on the back and reprogram it. And so you'll have him fighting for you. And Alan Tudyk is so good as the voice of that, and he's so sarcastic and is he, wonderful. Is he the voice in the, because um, K2SO is from Rogue One, right? And uh, yeah. that's where the Alan Tudyk is. The he best also Star Wars the voice movie, of yeah. These, yeah. Is he also the voice of the character, like the K2SOs or like those robots in the video game? I think so. There's two of them, and there's a female voice and a male voice, and I, it sounds like Alan Tudyk, but I don't know if they'd be willing to pay or if they did a robot generation I, of I it or think, whatever. Yeah, know? I think Alan Tudyk is uh, talented enough that he probably could have done both voices. Uh, fair. I mean, yeah. I, I won't disagree. That, that um, um, I, w- I went back and, and watched uh, the... Well, so Rogue One, I, I was going back and watching because I just finished uh, Andor. And, uh, I'm not done yet. Uh. Oh, yeah, it's it's great. But the uh, the K2SO, I don't know, is that the name of that specific robot or is that the name of that like... It's like type, how like, like astromechs are called different things. Sure. The K2SO yeah. is specifically that guy. Okay. Well, there were versions of that one in, in Andor and I was like, oh, Oh, is this going to be the Alan Tudyk uh, cameo? And it wasn't, but uh, they wow. that robot does show up again. And like, what about the robot, like the battle droids, the the K- super K- yeah. chrome ones that their their arms turn into missiles, or the roly polyoli ones, or potato <laughs> bug, depending on where you live. I don't know what people call them. I called them roly polies as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The uh, KX series security droid is what the is oh. what the classification is. I looked it up for there. So, yeah. um, so. You know, there's like a bunch of them. There's BB-8 didn't make the cut here. K2SO, BD-1, C-3PO, R2-D2, DO was that little that little one that had boundaries in the last Star Wars movie. IG-88 was the one from the original Star Wars bounty hunting robot, and um, and then he was in uh, Mandalorian in the first season. Yeah. And then of course there's R4. Open up communications to the old folks' home, as he would say in, the, <laughs> in whatever we, the like. Do we make enough robot movies anymore? Like all these movies that we're talking about uh, and all of these best robots that have graced this list have come out, you know, at you know, outside of Michael Bay's terrible Transformers, uh, almost and, everything and else. Short Circuit. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like everything else come out in like the 80s and 90s. Like the best robot stuff came out in the 80s and 90s. It's like, are we too familiar with technology and robots now that like we can't, like it's not interesting anymore for people to make new interesting robot movies like you'd have to completely go super because back then it was like any robot was like oh cool we hadn't thought of this and now like every robot exists at least in our imagination i don't know i feel like you can figure out different ways of doing cool stuff except for general grievous terrible terrible robot some honorable mentions from this list that i that i left off of it uh we'll get to the one that you said dot matrix from space balls was a big deal um, making fun of C-3PO when I was a kid. That was huge. I absolutely love that. I hope you guys can hear me still. I lost sound in my, um, in my headphones, so let me know yeah. if you can't. Let me hear you. Can you hear me okay, Brandon? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Um, yeah, uh, Dot Matrix from Spaceballs, the Fix-Its from Batteries Not Included, we said. The two robots from Interstellar, which I definitely thought there was only one the whole time <laughs> until like I started like, <laughs> until, like the third watch-through of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dot Matrix representing for the female robots is Leslie amazing. <laughs> Tars oh, we and already Case talked about the, the t- We already talked about the Terminatrix. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> uh, Lisa from Weird Science. That one's from my buddy Siege, who I was going to talk to him about it. We can't get him to connect. We're working on that here. Um, we've been talking about old 80s crappy movies or whatever. So that's uh, that's that. But then the Iron Giant. I yeah. watched this movie one time a long time ago and it made me so sad and anything that makes me like that hollow and kind of dead on the inside and sad feeling um, is usually like immediately my favorite. And so I have like this like <laughs> super positive thought towards that 90, 1999. It's Vin Diesel, right? The, yeah. The voice is yeah. in. Um, yeah. And it's like I have Superman. this like. Superman. Yeah, I have this like place in my heart for it, but I I literally can't even remember the littlest part of it. So um, I couldn't include it because it just d- didn't represent well. Yeah, he's uh, he I I think that I remember that movie from being a kid and that first coming out, and I think that's one that stands up even as you watch when you're older because like the themes in that movie are a lot heavier, and then you realize it's Vin Diesel, and he and then you know. Iron Giant 2, Too Fast, Too Giant is going to (laughs) be the best sequel in the history. Oh, okay. Nate Nate just come uh, hit with, or actually Tony and Nate both come in with uh, Big Hero Six. That's so. That's another animated movie um, that came out. Thank you. Uh, another new movie that came out uh, with a robot, Baymax. Um, and if you don't know, I, dude, I'm Harrison has probably seen. Uh, uh, sorry, your kid has <laughs> probably seen. That's my seen, boy. Yeah. Yeah, he has probably seen a Baymax uh, movie or film or TV show or something like that. But. That is a no, 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 that is Brandon. You're, you're totally mistaken. He only gets to listen to me talk. That's it. There's no entertainment <laughs> in his life other than me oh, entertaining so, him with. So jokes. him and I are very similar in that in that regard. Then talk, talk to your wife about it. Okay, that's not my fault. You cannot blame me for that. It's hers. Yeah, but that's a uh, uh, Baymax. Like you would actually, I think you would you would properly enjoy uh, uh, Big Hero Six. Well, Space Baby. Hey, there we go. Too iron, too giant. <laughs> Brandon gets a good LOL there. Uh, is Brave Little Toaster technically a robot, Brandon? Uh, he's a, an appliance. Like, <laughs> I mean, if if appliances are robots, but like, uh, I mean, I guess he's sentient, right? So uh, yes, but I could I could see the <laughs> argument both ways. 
I'm gonna say yeah for sure with eyes like like those human eyes that he's got those like Western eyes that the that they've drawn too big on him or whatever like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say brave little toaster thumbs up to that. All right, well, that does it. Thanks so much for all the great comments and the the LOLs, the giggles from the chat. And Brandon, thanks for all the good takes on this. And uh, it's nice when we're, you find out that we're like a few years apart in age and then we have similar takes on stuff like that. It helps validify. Or validify, is that a thing? Vali- <laughs> it is now. That's great. <laughs> it helps me validify my own, um, my own <laughs> existence a little bit. And I'm grateful for that. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is fun. Thanks for ha- being on the Odyssey app, and um, you can check this show out. It will now be a repeat for anyone that's listening now, but Tuesdays at 10 a.m. in the new year, we'll start back up again after tomorrow. Of course, you can also subscribe to the Nerd Talk Plus podcast. Um, that's here on the Odyssey app as well, or wherever you get your podcasts. So thanks so much for taking the time. Brandon, thanks a lot for doing this for free as usual. <laughs> I don't get any more money for this. <laughs> you get you get twice as much as you get uh, as you normally get. Okay. Anything times zero is zero. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Tony, Matt, Nate, Leslie, and everyone else that came by siege. Of course, my God, representing Florida. If anything bad ever happens in your life and you want to just blow it off, just go, hey, Florida. It's key. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, gang. Thanks so much. Have a have a lovely day, Brandon. Thanks for your time, buddy. And we'll uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye 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 everybody. From the Odyssey app. A little interactive engagement there, huh? Cool. Thanks for joining us. I just want to say real quick, we've had a lot of fun making this podcast. It's grown a ton over the last year, and I'm really pumped to be able to be part of something. Super grateful for Brandon, his hard work. He's so funny and smart, and on top of that, just an excellent, like you get him laughing, and it just makes me lose it, so... Uh, yeah, massive props to him for being so flexible and so cool about it and spending the hour a week to goof off and really appreciate that. And um, I just hope everyone has a decent holiday. It's been a pretty crappy year and um, I'm not really feeling great about it, but I hope you have a nice holiday. Maybe this is a chance to turn things around, huh? Anyway, um, thanks so much for being part of this and to our friends that we've made and stuff. I think of like Siege who filled in a bunch and Kanan who were able to make the show awesome this year, too. And so thanks thanks to just everybody who did something to make this fun. Appreciate you. Now, uh, Merry Christmas or Hanukkah or Solstice or whatever you do. We love you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. 
Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.